0: Good morning, Mighty Achiever fans. It's C Alexis here again on this fine Friday morning. Um, I had a topic, but it seems that a mom had brought something that happened to her child yesterday at school to my attention. So I thought I'd kind of raise some awareness and let uh, the fellow family, you know, moms and dads and guardians out there, let them know what's happening in schools and how we can kind of navigate around it to get support. So uh, a friend had called me yesterday and mentioned that her son, who's... We know he has an IEP. An IEP is an Individual Education Plan, and that's just if you're diagnosed with, you know, dyslexia, learning disability, um, autism, behavioral, anything. The school and supporting staff will come in and create this document that they're to follow to ensure that the child's needs are being met specifically um, with the learning, like I said, disabilities, behavioral, um, physical, anything like that. So he had an IEP, and they know that his one of his. Uh, I wouldn't say a weakness, but one of his challenges is reading and writing. Now, that's just for English. So this child, unfortunately, had severe, severe, severe anxiety when it came to French. Now, the teacher knew about his IEP and, of course, was very educated on ways to help him meet his goals through the IEP, but still insisted that because he's in French that the IEP does not necessarily cater to her class. So she and you know continuously started to I wouldn't the word bully is kind of strong so I want to say um what's the word I'm looking for she would antagonize him almost right and 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 force him to do stuff that was out of his comfort zone for example he's not a very strong reader and they know that through IEP but yet she still forced him to read uh not in English but in French so he became so uh, isolated within himself that they found him they he was he went missing a little bit for yesterday during class for about 20 minutes and they found him in the bathroom and this child was so upset so distraught that he had to go to french now the mother had called me and said hey you know like see what do i do so i explained to her that of course if you're not if you're not having fun you're not learning and i know it's hard to say because in grade 5 is it fun of course there's always ways to teach through play and through fun. So for that, I said, first things first, she needs to, of course, uh, discuss this with the teacher and most importantly, the principal. They need to be aware that this child is so upset and so um, isolated that they're they're literally confining themselves, locking themselves in a bathroom for 20 minutes to get away from doing this class. Now, with that being said, the the teacher, unfortunately, wasn't very supportive of this family uh, and, and that... Ultimately turned into being something more toxic than beneficial for this specific child. So the principal and the mother. And, uh, the French teacher had had a little meeting and they kind of come to an agreement that this child for the IEP specifically may not have to participate in French. Now, this cannot apply to all children. We can't expect, you know, our kids are crying. They're not doing good in math that we're going to, you know, remove them from, from the class completely. But for this specific situation and for this specific IEP and this child and family, they realized that the best way to deal with this was to actually remove the child from the class and put them with a different teacher. Now, this is where it comes back to me telling parents that you need to have a partnership with your school. You need to be involved. Not all parents can do that. And we're not saying you need to, you know, do fundraising events and be on the committee and... Go to field trips, no, but you, you need to have a voice and you need to give your children the power to understand that they have a voice as well because there's no one advocating for your child when you're not at school. These are children that are now having to navigate through big decisions, through other teachers' personalities, through other situations, other scenarios with other children, and there's no one there to advocate that for them. So fortunately for this specific family, the mom was really involved and the principal is super supportive, so they were able to actually remove the child from the class because it's been a month in and if, you know, if your child, you know, especially in grade five, if they're locking themselves in the bathroom, you really have to take a step back and and adjust and think, okay, why is this child doing this behavior? Why are they so afraid of going to class? Now, of course, it's a lack of confidence that that's, of course, it learning a second language for anyone for regardless child, adult, adolescent is extremely, extremely difficult. So to put that pressure, knowing that this child, unfortunately, is not even reading at a level where they're at for English and then putting all this pressure on them for French, of course, you're going to have children break down and resort to complete isolation. And fortunately for this situation, this is what happened. Now, I'm just here to educate parents. Like I said, again, you need to have a voice. Don't feel shy. Don't feel Pressure to comply. These are your children. They need you to advocate for them. Don't be afraid to go to the school, to make the email, to make the phone calls. They need to know that you're present in your child's life and you care about their future and certain situations like this will not be tolerated. Teachers can't feel that they have this much power where they're able to, you know, disregard what type of plans are put in place for children's learning. It's unacceptable. You know, being a teacher, you take in that responsibility, knowing that you're there to support the child, help them engage, help them learn, stimulate them. So that leads back to the teachers. You got to kind of, as a teacher yourself, assess why is this child not wanting to come to my class? Is there something that I'm doing? Not necessarily that you're doing wrong, but is there ways or strategies that you can, you know, kind of conform your curriculum or your program plan to ensure that these children's needs are being met? Now, every child's an individual and we all know that every child comes from a different family and we all know that some children have strengths, some children have weaknesses. Now, the teacher's job, in my opinion, is to kind of see her class or his class as a whole and then assess from there where the strengths and the weaknesses are as a class basis and then if they can as well on an individual basis you know this leads back to me saying again it takes a community to raise a child we can't just have all this pressure put on the parents and all this pressure put on the teachers so i'm really happy that mom reached out to me and kind of let me know what had happened in the conclusion of that and i'm just here like i said to support you guys don't feel shy you know hit me up on a message send me a message on instagram you know Send me an email if you have any questions or stuff. We need to get the word out there. We need to know that these children are not alone. We need to know that these families are not alone. And there's always things put in place to support each other. And that's what it is. The children are the future of tomorrow. So with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. I'm wishing everyone a very blessed, very humble, very stress-free, relaxed, safe, and wonderful long Thanksgiving weekend. I hope uh, everyone enjoys themselves. You know, we get to see family. Most importantly, we got to stay safe. So wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful, long Thanksgiving weekend. And you guys stay blessed. Thanks again for joining in and have yourself a wonderful day.